In this week's episode, we discover why the worst superpower belongs to Professor X. Bringing hope and healing. It's your source for personal growth, mental health, and interesting ideas. Thoughtful Mind with Svee. Here's your host, Svee Hilsenrath. And welcome back to Thoughtful Mind with Svee. I'm your host, Svee Hilsenrath. For those who didn't get the nerdy joke, this week we're going to be talking about mind reading. We're going to start off with a story. I recently began trying to change my sleep patterns, and at the same time, I'm trying to cut down on caffeine. And the result of all this is that I get tired earlier in the day. And one afternoon, I was working with a client when I yawned, and the client responded with sincere, I know I'm not the most interesting client that you have. And I explained what was happening in my life, that I was trying to wake up earlier and not use as much caffeine, and therefore I got tired faster. And this is an example of mind reading. What was happening was my client saw what was happening with me and then decided what I was thinking, even though that thing wasn't true. Mind reading is the assumption that we know what the other person is thinking, or what other people are thinking, or that you understand another person's intentions or motivations. And almost always, the mind reading that we do, the thoughts that we think we know, are negative. It's very rare for us to project positive, warm, friendly thoughts on other people. I mean, it happens sometimes, and sometimes those thoughts and feelings are untrue. But the most common form of mind reading is projecting negative emotional states or negative thoughts on other people. And so here are some examples of what I mean by mind reading. Imagine you're talking with somebody and in the middle of the conversation, they check their watch and immediately your brain says, I must be boring them. Or do they not like me? Or I'm not important to them because there's something more important they're looking forward to. Here's another example. You have a small rash on your face or a pimple. And you go out and people look at you because that's what people do. And immediately you start saying, oh, they're all looking at me. They're all looking at the pimple. And not only are they looking at that or the rash, they're judging me for it. Or if we start mind reading people and saying, oh, they think I'm fat. Or they think I'm ugly. Anything we do with regard to what other people think of our looks or our weight or our clothes, for example are similar mind-reading thoughts. Another very common one. If you're with somebody and they're quiet. I had this with a client recently. She was talking about a drive she was taking with her boyfriend. And he was quiet. And she said, oh, he's quiet. Therefore, he must be mad at me. He wasn't. He was just tired and exhausted because he had worked nights for a whole weekend. But for her, she was mind-reading. She was picking up cues for what was happening, what she was seeing. And she was translating those cues into guessing what the other person was thinking. Now, a lot of mind reading comes from a desire for social approval. We are social animals. We need connection with others. And part of that connection is looking for others to approve of us as people, of our actions, of our thoughts. And because that is so important to us, it is a normal human fear that other people do not approve of us. Now, the truth is, is that other people are not thinking about us 
as often as we think that they are. If we realized how infrequently people are thinking and making these judgments about us, we would lose all need to do mind reading. The truth is, is that people are most likely doing the same thing, wondering what we are thinking. Because again, we are social animals looking for social approval. In fact, what people think about us when they do is more likely about them and their values and their fears than anything to do with us and who we are. And conversely, when we mind read, what we're doing is projecting. We are projecting our innermost thoughts, our innermost fears, and we are projecting those thoughts and fears into other people's brains. Not that they actually go into their brains, but we pretend as if that is what the other person is thinking. Because something bothers us, therefore, we project that fear and see it in other people's minds, even though it likely does not reside there. Coming back to my client at the beginning of this episode, she was afraid that she was being boring and projected that fear on me that I thought she was boring, even though I didn't. I was just tired. Mind reading is particularly bad because we spend so much time worried about phantom thoughts that other people we believe have, but in fact they don't that we can start to change our behavior to meet non-existent demands, to meet non-existent expectations. And rather than living within our own values, we can start to change how we live to meet the demands and expectations that don't exist that we believe other people have of us. Epictetus in his Incredians says, if your body was turned over to just anyone, you would doubtless take exception. Why aren't you ashamed that you have made your mind vulnerable to anyone who happens to criticize you so that it automatically becomes confused and upset? If somebody tried to tie up your hands and feet, your arms and legs, and turn you into a living marionette, you'd fight them. You'd try to stop them from doing that. And yet we do that with our thoughts and emotions all the time. And more to our point, we do it even when people don't actually criticize us. We are just afraid that they are thinking something that we are thinking about ourselves. Okay, so how do we deal with mind reading? The first thing is to realize that you are doing it. Realize that you are projecting thoughts onto other people that they are likely not having. You can ask yourself, why is this so important to me? The answer is likely because it is touching upon a fear or an insecurity that I have. Here's some questions. This thing that I'm basing the mind reading about, a yawn, being quiet, a look, could there be another explanation? I mean, it is possible that your mind reading is correct, but is it the only option? Question yourself, how likely is it that I am wrong? In some cases, you can even ask. Ask the other person, find out what they're thinking. Also very important, ask yourself, why is this other person's opinion about this part of me so important to me. Why should I worry about this? Why am I giving control over my thoughts and feelings to somebody who hasn't even expressed something? All right, that's what we've got for today. As always, I want to thank you for listening. If you could take the time to share this podcast with two other people, I would greatly appreciate it. And until next time, go out, believe in yourself. Thank you.